0: we're live fresh takes with russo and felice i am paul russo crossing me as always man myth legend himself a rare tuesday off for the kid nick felice well i mean off from you know having to travel nick felice nick yep. how you doing glad to see you have your mask
1: yeah thanks thanks uh Thanks for uh, having me, Paul.
0: <laughs> I mean, you are the co-host of this show.
1: <laughs> I was going to say it, but then I got stuck in that sentence, so I just went with it. But uh, <laughs> You know, this is episode number 93 now, Paul. And if you count the five that we did in our den before we got the gig here, that'd be 98.
0: We're, we're approaching
1: the C-note yes. mark. Yeah, we could, we're going to have two uh, 100th episodes coming up, so 100th. Yeah being a duo, and then 100 being here at Finger Lakes once. So. I'm probably
0: going to have to grab some cookie cake again, aren't I? Yeah,
1: that's a good, you know, get Pat on. Where is yeah.
0: he? <laughs> Pat's at work. The busy boy. Now at Dick's in Auburn. Yeah,
1: yeah, we've been doing this a while now, so. Yeah.
0: By the way, shout out, you may notice. You know, Nick, you know Nick. You know this for sure. I'm a big fan of baseball. Obviously Major League Baseball, but I'm a big fan of the Minor League Baseball as well. You know, I'm a big advocate of What's been going on, unfortunately. we
1: wearing right now? That's yeah. what I'm alluding oh. to, Nick.
0: I want you to – I'll give you an attempt to guess at least the location of this team. Durham. Oh, so close. No, it's
1: well, – Hold on. Oh, oh. Let me get another guess. What is it? Single A? Triple A?
0: They were single A. I believe there still will be single A in the
1: – Dunkirk. No. <laughs> I don't know.
0: It's the Daytona Tortugas.
1: Oh. And who are they playing for?
0: The Cubs. They are the single-way affiliate of the Cubs. They were a long time known as the Daytona Cubs. Daytona, home of Daytona Beach and Daytona International Speedway.
1: They're called the what now?
0: Daytona Tortugas. Spanish for turtle.
1: All right. That's a cool hat, though.
0: Thank you. I have another one on the way. Hopefully it will be here next week and I will wear my... Other new hats. Out of the
1: ninety-three episodes that we've had on here, how many Mm. different hats do you think you've worn?
0: It's a good question. That actually would be a fun thing for uh, our hundredth episode if we do like a trivia thing. How many, how many different hats have I worn?
1: Probably in the fifties.
0: No, I'm gonna go lower than that. Really? I don't have fifty hats.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I I have a lot. I just feel like you. I have a lot.
0: Admittedly, I have a lot of hats, but I don't have that many hats.
1: I don't know. Although maybe
0: at one time I've gotten rid of some over the past year and a half to two years. So
1: Now, what about like just different sports logos, whether it's your sweatshirt, whether it's your shirt or hat?
0: And that's probably like pushing. It's a lot. That's probably pushing the 50 mark, I bet. Yeah. I, but, you bet you different know. things. Yeah. Let's but. show the people what we got on uh, going on here today. Nick, NFL Divisional Round, we'll discuss that. Looking ahead to the championship Sunday this weekend. We'll discuss the James Harden trade a little bit. I um, might
1: have to do an apology to Bills fans, but I'm not really. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Oh, Those are God.
0: good. I have another hot take for this week with them. So oh, really, oh yeah. And you'll understand where I'm coming from this because I've been this player's probably single biggest fan outside of being a Bills fan about this guy. I'm excited here. So, and then uh, we'll discuss the latest MLB hot stove rumors, deals, all that stuff going on uh pierce's as though the stove is finally heating up a little bit so uh we'll get going obviously with that a lot of stuff happening in the past week uh with that and we'll discuss that nick anything before we get off the ground
1: um no i think this is gonna be the best episode we've ever had you love to hear it yeah
0: <laughs> the stage is set for championship sunday a lot of big headlines really actually going into uh sunday uh, from the divisional round. So let's go with, in my mind, probably the biggest one so far. That would be Pat Mahomes being concussed in their 22 17 victory over the Browns. Browns in that game
1: the whole way, pretty much. How long did you try to figure out some of that last line there? Bucks head to Green Bay. You were trying to get the, well, the SSED, the Something kind of word there.
0: Yeah. Well, no, I was going to leave it as Bucks to save character space. Um,
1: but I like what you did there. Mahomes oh, because yeah, you know, Mars.
0: suppressed. Yeah, I mean the. Let's be fair. The Buc- that, that Rams Packers game was bad. It was this bad viewing television? Um, we'll touch on it a little bit, obviously. But yeah. uh, <laughs> carry on. And and honestly, we'll get into it more. But honestly, overall, that Buccaneers Saints game wasn't exactly that much better either. <laughs> um. The AFC games are definitely better. I don't know if they were exactly better football played overall, but they were definitely better just because of how close they were. Um, but, man, I talk. I tell you what, Baker played outside his damn mind on Sunday. Probably, I mean, I wouldn't say it's the game of his career in the NFL so far, but it's probably the bookmark uh, game of his career thus far. Um, just, it's a good learning experience for him. Well, I mean, there was a lot of stuff, too, that, I mean, he just, he, he bought, he bought a lot of time uh, trying to get something happening, going on offense, and just different things, like the no head-to-head call, the missed call there, for instance, um, you know, there were a couple other plays, like the last drive they ended up having, um, just, what? Not, not so much receivers failing their routes, but I mean, just. What do you think of the punt call? Yeah, the punt call they
1: they punted mm-hmm. to the chiefs and the chiefs ran out of the clock. Yeah, with what
0: 5 minutes left yeah, or whatever? about
1: 5 minutes left.
0: I mean, that's the right football play. Um
1: I forget what it was. It was I mean, like it's just it was
0: just out. tough because they only had the one timeout left at that point. Still, um I mean, you give Andy Reid that amount of time, man. But at the time you also remember, I mean, it's Chad Henne out there at that yeah. point. I I think I would have probably done the same Call is Stefanski there. In now, what do you think
1: about the Chiefs' mm-hmm. shotgun um, fourth down there call to close out the game? Ballsy.
0: Ball If there was a coach to do it, Andy Reid's probably one of, like, the three I'd pick in the NFL to do it. <laughs> I think
1: if Andy Reid doesn't win a Super Bowl, mm-hmm. he's still got on in the back of his mind that he's still that coach that chokes every year. Are we talking hypothetically if they didn't win last year? Yeah, if they didn't win last year. And he's a coach that's always known for choking every Mm -hmm. year. I don't think he makes that call. I think knowing that he's won a Super Bowl already. That's a good point. I never really thought of, actually. um, He's got really, I wouldn't say nothing loose. Obviously, they're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. But I think it's a lot easier of a call knowing that he's got a Super Bowl in his pocket now.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: I I can I can agree with that. Yeah, I can for sure agree with that. I didn't think of that actually. When they when they went to shotgun, I I was actually. Oh no! As soon as soon as confident they were gonna go for. Yeah, it.
0: as soon as you drop back like that, because Henny initially did go under center. Yeah, because you're
1: wondering like you think he would go up to the yeah. line and try to. Get him to draw off Well that's the
0: thing He did start up out front And then he called an audible And dropped back And at that point Like I knew like Okay they're They're doing something thought they might like
1: Hand it off or something That's what I thought I did not see a pass No That was crazy Yeah It was a beautiful play
0: I mean that That's probably the more Ballsier part in this Is not actually running it But the actual pass Even if you're Even if you're in shotgun You run it but I mean, passing it—that—that—that that, that, Brown
1: still needed a touchdown, right? Even if yeah, they, they the were it,
0: yeah, it was 22-17. Yeah, so.
1: they still so they needed a touchdown. It's not like they need a field goal to win or tie. The and that's the
0: thing. I mean, where they were with the ball, Kansas City with the ball. I mean, you're you're right in a honey hole spot for Baker Mayfield.
1: Yeah, but you know, I I, I like the call. You know, it's definitely like you said, ballsy, mm. and you know, Andy Reid's definitely that kind of coach. Him or Sean Payton would have made that put that call right there. Yeah.
0: I tell you what, I will say this to Browns fans. Um, It was a great game. Probably one of, like, two teams this year to come out of this year, I think, with fans, and you should be justifiably really excited for the future. You have a fun, exciting team brewing there. couple pieces, I don't think they have to necessarily be, like, superstar pieces to kind of bolster. What do they
1: do with Odell?
0: I think you have to keep them. Really? Well... Unless you're able to get – so I think, to me, the Browns, what they need most is help linebacking core and and secondary, whether it's – I think if you're the Browns, I think you go more after a safety than a cornerback first. I mean, it, being honest, the team that's going to be interesting to watch offseason-wise with pieces are probably going to be the Saints, and we'll touch on that quickly when we talk about them uh, in – the game recap, because they're going to be in cap hell next year. So, um, and they got really good defensive pieces. They were top three all year defensively. Number one defense for the better part of the second half of the regular season. So, it will be interesting there. Browns I'd be excited for, especially in that division because I don't see – I don't see really anybody challenging them here. No, possibly. I mean, I think or, the the Ravens should, but I don't know if they're going to be able the only to. The tough
1: part about the NFL is you never know from year to year. Like, you could have an up and coming team. Like, like, that Falcons team was loaded offensively. Mm-hmm. And they never got back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Panthers that one year, they never got back. You know, see it, the
0: Seahawks to a degree.
1: Like, the Bills, they're still in it. Mm-hmm. So, like. Yeah, even the Bills, they got a bright future, you got a great head coach now, you got a great young quarterback. But you still you, you you can't act like you're gonna be back next year. You gotta go out and get it this year. Cause you never can guarantee a spot back, especially in the NFL. It's the NFL unless you're the Patriots or Tom Brady. <laughs> you never can guarantee a spot back in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And they got a great chance. It'd be really something.
0: Speaking of the Bills, let's discuss them. Yep beat the Ravens 17 to 3.
1: That was kind of a shock. Not like I'm yeah, not too shocked well, the Bills won, but let they, me let me tell you the shocking the part
0: in this because this is my hot take. Josh Allen is not the reason you won the football game. Your That's defense, your, hot take. your defense this time around was the reason why. Josh Allen kept you in it. Okay? But your defense won you that game. The oh. defense stepped up. <laughs> okay. Oh, you
1: are just turning off the Bills fans. I and I am the brand.
0: I seriously. I, Nick, you had my back on this. I am the probably the biggest Josh Allen like fan outside of being a Bills fan. Like, this is a guy that I wanted as a Washington fan out of college. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've been high on this dude since he was at Wyoming. <laughs> I'm so happy he's come around. He was the permanent fantasy starting quarterback in jerry won for me after week two
1: (laughs) yeah i
0: mean but allen kept you in it but your defense is what won you that game
1: yeah you know other people step up (laughs) it wasn't allen's best game but his defense stepped up and uh helped with the helped with the win i just lamar jackson got his first playoff win this year he didn't, look, he didn't look so good. The Ravens need a bolster that long. That interception was huge. Yeah. Like, the Ravens' score there would have been, what, 17-10? Yeah. It would have been, like, sort Well, of no,
0: better. no, no, no. It would have been 10-10 at that point.
1: Was it 10-3? to Yeah. That was a huge interception. And probably... Well, probably the Bills... It probably go down as one of the greatest The, Bills, the Bills
0: literally has. played the best defense against Lamar post-college Lamar. I don't think the Bills played man outside of like probably five percent of the snaps it well until huntley went in there um they replaced lamar when he got concussed as well um but so like the interception the pick six by johnson right like at the time mark uh or yeah mark andrews almost called him in hearst for a second (laughs) mark andrews had i forgot who was on him in zone read at that point but he had the guy beat right and as soon as Lamar threw that ball, it became a triple coverage situation because they're out bet because the defense is running effectively like a cover five. Like they have six players off in zone coverage that literally what's gonna happen is wherever the ball's thrown, three of them are gonna converge on it. And that's what happened. I mean, yeah, I give a tip of the hat to Leslie Frazier on that one. Um, who uh, he got an interview with Houston, so we'll see where he ends up. But, um, guy who's been around now for a number of years knows what he's doing and just, I mean, ace the scouting report on Lamar.
1: I mean, you can think of the highs right now with the Bills fans, you know, they just won two playoff games, hadn't won a playoff game since '96, whatever it was, or '95, mm-hmm. or something like that. But, uh, now they've, they're in the AFC Championship game for the first time since they went to the Super Bowls. And uh, they got to go to Arrowhead. But it's just like it doesn't get any easier because it's just so hard to think right now. If the Bills don't, do go to the Super Bowl this weekend. That they could be <laughs> potentially playing. And they'll know before hmm. that they could be potentially going on the road in the Super Bowl against Tom Brady, who absolutely owns the Bills. Mm-hmm. And where's the Super Bowl this year? Uh, I can't uh, remember. Tampa.
0: So we could have we could have the first time in history,
1: yeah, just something to add to Tom Brady's yeah. career. You know, he's just got and
0: Bill Bills fans have a little bit of PTSD about playing Super Bowls in Tampa. Yeah,
1: <laughs> was the Giants one there? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Tom Brady's just got six Super Bowls. You know, no big deal. <laughs> he played in the first ever overtime game in the Super Bowl, and now he could take the first team to host a Super Bowl. He could take the worst franchise. Mm-hmm. Winning percentage in NFL history to the Super Bowl. Great assistant quarterback of all time. <laughs> yeah. They build him a nice super team there, too. Like, the yeah. weapons he has on that team is unbelievable.
0: I don't know what side's better of the ball, though. I like. We, let's jump into
1: it. We might as well. But it's just like, I Bill's fans are so high right now. But if they lose another Super Bowl to Tom Brady... I letting a single one of them who's been loud and obnoxious off of it. Oh uh, yeah, they're not the, they're they're out, but you know, their team's good.
0: So I'll ask you, Nick. Did we see Drew Brees'
1: last game? Uh the way he went off makes me think yes. He was pretty emotional. I say yes.
0: There's allegedly a video of him saying it's your team now to Jameis. Allegedly,
1: Really? Yes. Yeah, probably. I don't – he's either going to pull what every other quarterback does besides Eli Manning. Mm-hmm. Eli Manning thought about going to a different team, but he retired as a giant. Oh, that's right. Drew Brees played for the Chargers, though, anyway. Yeah. So, but he basically – he's a saint for life. And, uh, you know, yeah, I think it's the end. I don't see him going to another team. I think it's the end. Um, great career, very underrated quarterback. Obviously, doesn't have the Super Bowls like Tom Brady does, but also played in the tough NFC for most of the time. Most of the time, the NFC was the better cop.
0: Well, I mean, not to be that guy, but how many years, in all fairness, did the Saints actually have the best team in the, in the league, let alone the NFC, but the league? In either choke it away or yeah. somewhat like that, right? Yeah, they choked a lot. Like. And this was like, I don't want to like bash him. Sean Payton's a great coach, but, man, has he been overrated the past probably at least five years. Yep. But like enough know, of the Taysom Hill nonsense. I, don't wanna, I hated listening to the broadcast with them bringing up Taysom Hill every five seconds. Yeah, I
1: don't want to compare it to college basketball, but it's mm-hmm. it's 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 one it's, it's win, win or go home, Yeah. One or done. And, I mean, you look at a program like Gonzaga, even though they're good this year. But, you know, it's hard. Them, them it's, boys for real, man. <laughs> it's hard to put it all together in a certain time and win the whole thing. You know, and, and you know, Saints did do that one year. They did go to the Super Bowl uh-huh. and win it that one year. It was a while ago. The same with the Packers. Ten it was years. a while ago. Yeah. So, you know, he has the one. Obviously, he'd be a lot more criticized if he kept choking. He didn't have any Super Bowls.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But, yeah, it definitely, it definitely goes as, as, you know, as a. Negative on his career that he did choke in the playoffs so much, but that just also shows that he was good in the regular season for so many years and to get in the playoffs. So, I I'm gonna be honest before we move
0: on and quickly touch on that Packers game. I, you know, you talk about the weapons Brady has. That defense for Tampa Bay has really stepped up the second half of this year. Um, what's crazy about that defense? They have one Pro Bowler on the team, and that is. Jason Pierre-Paul, and in the second half of the year, metrically, they're a top five defense. The Dominican Seuss played probably the best of his career. Um, Devin White's a freaking animal, dude. And this uh, this Murphy Bunting guy in the secondary is a problem. I wouldn't want to deal with if I'm a
1: wide receiver. Yeah. You know, we talk about Brady. You know, hosting the Super Bowl, the Bucks first team to ever do mm-hmm. it. We talk about, possibly yeah possibly <laughs> we talk about the bills getting to the super bowl for the first time in whatever years and uh, like how it could be a brady's bills in all fairness it very well easily could be the two number one seeds they're both at home they're both been the best teams in their conference all year long It could be easily the packers chiefs which state farm better make some commercials so speaking of the, the packers we'll,
0: we'll touch on that game quick i'll leave it on you um, kind of what I predicted. Goff struggled hardcore with that broken thumb yeah. in uh, in very cold conditions when ended up being in Green Bay. Um, any th- main takeaways for you uh, coming away from this game?
1: My uh, main takeaway, it wasn't Goff who was playing with an injury, it was Aaron Donald who was mm. playing with it. Well, that as well. Yeah, and that was even more huge than Goff, I think. Goff's a, a system quarterback. Sorry, Rams fans, you know. He that hurts me job. even. <laughs> he does his job there. I like golf, but Aaron Donald is—you know, arguably one of the best defensive linemen in the in the game. And uh, he was playing with—I don't know, remember what the injury was, but
0: Darnold—it was something to do with, I believe, his pack. Yeah. I could be wrong though.
1: He was out there playing though, mm-hmm. and you know, give him credit—they hung around. He
0: was game. only out there
1: though for pass rushing plays. I noticed. Yeah, they hung around that game, but the Packers got a team to win it all this year, and they got a really good team. Uh, i like to pick them, but I don't care too much about Aaron Rodgers as much. So <laughs> I might pick we, him this
0: week. We are pinned like on the NFC side, the way we feel about those guys. But uh, we'll go, We'll do our picks anyway. And come
1: on, um, CBS, Fox. I mean, the Bills fans. You know, Karate, I yeah. hate to pick on the Bills fans, but come on. How can they fall Brady Rodgers? I know it's already preset, the <laughs> NFC, AFC switch, but how can Bills... Because the, cause the kids
0: that. want my homes, Nick. The kids want my homes.
1: <laughs> I guess so. It, it may it might end up being the better game. You well,
0: know? Nick, you allude to a game won at three oh five Buccaneers go to Green Bay. Who you got?
1: <sighs> mm, you know, don't have any money on the line on this pick, but I'm going to say Tampa Bay wins. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. Rodgers, I've seen him before. Maybe not choking much mm-hmm. at home, but I've seen him choking the playoffs. And I just, something about Brady, man. I didn't think they ever even come close to beating the Saints, and they did it. And they beat him pretty good. And I think he's going to host the Super Bowl this year.
0: We're in agreement. Really? I'm
1: going well Tampa Bay. Yeah. I think it's going to be a good game. Yeah. It's going to be a great
0: game. The second game, Bills Chiefs at 640. This game has. Boy, do we have probably the biggest question mark in the past decade of going in battling for a spot in the Super Bowl? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes, reportedly symptom free, still in protocol. As I said at work today to a couple of the guys, he'll be out of protocol, but will he be out of protocol? Um,
1: I'll give some Bills fans some hope. Yeah. If Chan Henny's playing this game, yes, they're going I'm, to I I
0: am with you and that and that's the difficult part in actually making an outright prediction in this. <laughs> yes.
1: It's definitely tough to make it on a Tuesday. Yeah. If Chan Henny is in that game, the Bills yeah. are definitely going to zoom. I do Bowl. agree
0: with that. And uh, cuz the big thing with the Chiefs right now um, and it's kind of been their MO the past couple of years since Mahomes taken over full time is that defense bends but doesn't break. They typically step up big when they need to step up. But man, is that defense really bending the past few weeks? Yep. <laughs> they really are.
1: Unless you know, unless this is the start of Josh Allen's trend. But mm-hmm. since, like, I don't know, Super Bowl, whatever it was, Super the F- Super Bowl thirty-eight or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's either been Brady, Manning, Roethlisberger to come out of the come out of the AFC. The AFC besides I think Flacco the one year and then and Mahomes, Mahomes last year. Yeah. And it could be Mahomes because I think there could be a dynasty starting with this Chiefs team. Yeah. And unless it's the dynasty of Josh Allen. I'm not saying if Mahomes plays, the Bills are not going to win the game. But I.
0: I mean, that X, that X factor is just so
1: big. Either way, this would be a great mm-hmm. learning experience for Josh Allen to play because this would be his biggest game he's ever played. And he's going to Arrowhead. To this is. Big. I mean, even though he was a
0: coordinator in that Super Bowl, this is McDermott's. Biggest moment as a coach, I yeah, think. Yeah, but we've
1: seen Jacksonville go on the road in the AFC title game. Mm-hmm. We've seen um, Tennessee last year go to the AFC title game on the road. I'm pretty sure the Jets back in the day when they lost a couple might have been on the road as well.
0: I mean, the Patriots won on the road two years ago. Yep. Yeah.
1: No, in they're, Kansas they're the City, that the... overtime.
0: But they're the exception, I think, to the rule, more yeah.
1: or less. Yeah, they are. They, they are. Did the
0: Colts? Yeah, you mentioned And if Colts. that guy didn't
1: go off-size either. Yeah. It's gonna to be tough to go, I, go to Arrowhead. I
0: mean, I I gotta I'm gonna have to make my prediction on the assumption that Mahomes is gonna play.
1: Yeah, I think he is.
0: Like I said, I like it's like what I said, like he'll be he'll be out of protocol, but will he be out of protocol type deal? And I, I think, wouldn't be shocked. I think as long as he's in the game, I think the
1: Chiefs do pull it out. So I'm gonna go Chiefs. I wouldn't be shocked if this is the better game. Even yeah. If, even if the other one's the bigger head. Well, I
0: think theoretically this should be the better game.
1: Yeah. But I got the Chiefs, Mahomes mm-hmm. will play. Yeah. I got the cheese. It's gonna be heartbreaking for mm-hmm. Bills fan, but wouldn't be surprised if you guys get it done.
0: Yeah, this game I think was a little, is a bit harder, and that's you know I mean that's the one bad spot about being on Tuesday nights, at least recording and going live, is we're so far out injury wise. Like in this situation, <laughs> yeah. um, although like I said, all signs point to to Mahomes playing, so we'll we'll see. Obviously. Um, And that's going to be the interesting part about the line. I think the Bills are, like, two-and-a-half-point favorites right now last time I checked. like
1: Vegas has been pretty good with their lines yeah. so that, far. Well, so yeah,
0: I mean, it's like what I've been saying. Like, last week, I mean, you'd be dumb not to take the Browns. Even even when I went out there Sunday morning to Del Lago, they were nine-and-a-half-point dogs. I mean, I'm still with him. Like, you're dumb not to take nine-and-a-half at that point. So You got it. Yeah.
1: Didn't win your parlay, though.
0: No, no, no. Okay, speaking of winning and gambling, <laughs> the gamble pays off for James Harden in terms of what we'll, we, we'll kind of get into it a little bit as we discuss the trade as a whole. James Harden, a Brooklyn Net.
1: Do we have Pat, Brooklyn Net fan, on Zoom? We do not.
0: <laughs> so I will give everybody the rundown of the trade quick before we get right into it. A lot of layers in this trade I end up being effectively a four-team deal. So the Nets received James Harden, obviously, and a 2014 second-round pick from Cleveland. The Cavaliers in that trade get Jarrett Allen, Torian Prince, the rights to Alexander Vesnikov, the 57th oral pick in 2017. I believe one of the only picks drafted like out of Russia outside of Karolinko, something like that. Uh, but just just remember that for trivia later on. Um, that's what the Cavs get. <clears throat> the Rockets received Karis LeVert initially. Uh, my guy on the Nets, my like favorite player on the Nets, Rodonis Kourouks. Double O. And three first-round picks, 22, 24, and 26. And four first-round pick swaps. 21, 23, 25, 27 from the Nets. They also get guard Dante Exum in the 2022 first round pick from the Cavs. The draft pick is via Milwaukee. And then the fourth team on the deal that technically is in on this, the Rockets send Karis Levert to the Pacers for Victor Olin Depot. And briefly, I want to mention this because this is an overlooked part in this. Had Karis Levert not get traded, um, obviously i think many people who follow basketball saw the news that he has a growth on his kidney is out indefinitely um this trade arguably probably saved his life to some degree um so really incredible thinking of obviously Karras and his family this is a guy who yeah, has well. this is a guy who has a lot of talent and has had extremely bad health luck in his career um so obviously good vibes going to his way um it's really crazy like this is not the first instance where this has happened it's happened in other sports but that's the one part of this deal that it's going to get overlooked but might actually be the biggest part of this deal in the grand scheme of things um so nick i'll ask you uh you know what what did you make of this trade initially because obviously the rumblings up until the trade actually became official was hardened to the sixers
1: yeah obviously i think um uh The Nets won this trade right now. Yeah, but right there, who won this trade? I think the Cavs won this trade. Wow! Because what did they give up? That's true. They gave up nothing. They just get Jaron Allen, like, like you're saying. Yeah, Jaron Allen's a tremendous player, but just to get him for nothing. I mean, I think the Cavs won this trade. I think the Nets won this trade because they still got some nice pieces. I know they say they don't have much with bench, but I was thinking about it today. I was listening to some podcasts, um, and they were saying how, uh, um, I forgot. The, uh, they were saying how the Nets, um, they were naming off players on the Nets bench, and I was like, you know what? They still got a decent team. Yeah. And um, so I, I, I still think the Nets are all right, even though with the three stars. Uh, two stars. Sorry. Um, almost called Kyrie a star there. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie's a nice player. Um, I, I think he's kind of a ball hog. He's an all right player. He's a nice player. Not all right. Nice player. Okay. Um, but I think that they still got a decent bench. Um, so I think they won the trade. You're getting James Harden. Obviously, I think they, they look really good with just Durant and Harden. We'll see how everything plays in it, um, as Charles Barkley said. They'll um, be back tomorrow, I believe, is their next game? Yeah, I think so. Something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, like Charles Barkley said, Kevin Durant went from the Splash Brothers to the Dribble Brothers. Um, yes. <laughs> and uh, we'll see how it plays out. But the Cavs, not to give up anything, just to get Jared Allen and some other stuff. Torreon Prince is
0: good. I like, I've been a Torreon guy since he was in Atlanta. Yeah, and. Uh,
1: The Rockets, you know, they did make another trade to get Old Depot. Mm -hmm. They traded Levert, like you said. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know. As you say, Christian
0: Woods' team to win now.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I like what the Rockets have. You know, you got a decent player out of it, Mm -hmm. Old Depot, in the end of it. And uh, you have less drama now. You don't have a guy that doesn't want to be there, Mm -hmm. doesn't even come to to training camp in shape. Mm -hmm. And, uh,. Now you got a guy in old depot another solid player plays the same position, and uh, this is
0: the yeah. part. This is the part of the podcast where I'm gonna say, "Pop the trunk, it's story time." Okay, you ready for this mini history slash trivia lesson? Did you know after they won the championship in 1994, Hakeem Olajuwon demanded a trade away from the Rockets, and did effectively the same thing that Harden did until he got a better contract. So, we almost had a situation where Hakeem the Dream could have been, I mean, hell, I don't know even know where the hell he would have gone at 95. <laughs> when, you think, when you think think back on it, the contenders at the time all had good bigs, right? I mean, obviously, the Knicks had Pat Ewing, Hall of Famer. Uh, the Pacers had Rick Smits, who, all-star, good enough, I don't think, you know, although I think if you get, if you have the opportunity to get Hakeem, I think you do that. Orlando has Shaq, right? Like, it's pretty nutty when you think about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know that. Yeah, so pop the trunk. Story time's over. It's so close. Cool, story up, time's up.
1: Yeah. I believe today is whatever anniversary of Notre Dame upsetting UCLA's winning streak. How about that? I saw that on PTI today.
0: Back in 1970. <sighs> was that technically 70? We we'll can look it up. Was it technically 71? Whatever. You look it up, and we'll yeah. we'll have that guessing game at the yeah, end. Uh,
1: since we have no intern on this show, I yeah. will do all the stuff.
0: So, Jared, <laughs> the Cavs, I think you're right. I think the Cavs actually do come out pretty good winners on this deal. Um, Andre Drummond, we witnessed it last Friday night firsthand. Um, having a really good year again. Uh, but he's probably expendable again to a degree. Goes to a contender possibly now because of this. It's it's pretty crazy. Anything to add, Nick, before we go to the hot stove?
1: It looks like it was
0: Don't tell him. don't say it
1: nineteen seventy Where is it? is it one seventy four. Oh wow. 1974. Way off seventy four. Yep.
0: Alright, let's do hot stove before we get out here, Nick, because the stove is finally heating up. Call it whatever you want. Getting lukewarm, getting uh, boiling. Take your pick. Um how about the Mets? I, I was about to say, uh obviously the news coming out today, um with now their former GM. Uh the Mets are gonna met <laughs> no matter what. Yeah, the Lindor trade, um I didn't think was what happened pre season, um, but it did. Um and to me the Mets gave up fairly little overall to get 'em. Um you got a guy who hasn't played a single minor league game yet because of the season being canceled this year. Um, you have another guy. <laughs> they get to experience – poor Cleveland. They go from Lindor to having to experience the Ahmed Rosario.
1: <laughs> Cleveland <laughs> oh baseball team. Oh, gosh.
0: No, uh, well, wait. They'll be the Indians this year, I think. Right? Really? I could be wrong, yeah. I feel like
1: they're getting rid of that automatic. Like, nah. Straight away. I think
0: they're doing Indians for a year. Either way. Um. And then, uh, so obviously stuff happens. The Rays dealing Blake Snell to the Padres. You Darvish goes from the Cubs to the Padres. The Padres are loading up. They get a deal done yesterday uh, with the Pirates getting Joe Musgrove. Effectively another three-team deal, if you will.
1: And Clevenger's not even playing for him.
0: Yeah, Clevenger, a deal from last year. Um, uh, so obviously the Padres are gunning for the Dodgers. They're probably going to be the fun team to watch in the West uh, this year. Um, Man, you yeah, know, I, I, I feel bad to a degree for the Pirates fans here, but, like, at least, like, this GM, I think, that you guys got now recognizes, hey, we might as well just get the best value you can for our best guys because we're not going to be able to do anything immediately. Um, they got exciting on pieces. Like, I, hey, okay, so, Nick, I'm going to tell you and the viewers and listeners something, key Brian Hayes gonna be a solid flyer i think to take in fantasy
1: he's a good player he's the only uh young mm-hmm. talent we got yeah That's definitely definitely i don't thinking.
0: know what i don't know what, what's gonna happen with o'neill Cruz. Uh, vanessa hudgen's <laughs> gonna be at the game cole tucker well if they have fans <laughs> she'll get there but uh but you didn't know she's getting cole Tucker. and i mean joe musgrove's a good guy but definitely not even an ace of the i think any staff overall probably um and I think he has got a decent return for him, nonetheless. But
1: um. well, if he's anything else mm. like the other pirate pitchers, like the Garrett mm. Coles, the Charlie Morton's.
0: Well, they're from a different coaching era, too. Well, To be fair, Musgrove yeah. got there.
1: That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. But you know the Garrett Coles, the Charlie Morton's. If you, if you want to even go back, the mm-hmm. Jose Batistas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go and hit. 50 like out. <laughs> um neil walker hello <laughs> Neil walker's good years with the pirates yeah wow. saving mccutcheon and
0: uh starling Marte.
1: starling Marte. james harrison james harrison's
0: best years were definitely
1: with pittsburgh <laughs> yes um yeah he definitely was he's, come, he's definitely gone downhill but uh, do you to know what i
0: found out yesterday fun fact another fun fact not to be whatever do you want to know who i found out has the 50th best war in mlb history or he's tied for 50th best war in MLB history. I have no idea. Pirate left-fielding
1: legend Brian Giles. He was an underrated player. Yes. He was a little before I started watching. He had an
0: unfortunately but... relatively short career, but he did it on his own terms. He so. was really
1: good. Yes. He was in uh, Jason Bay.
0: He was in the Jason Bay trade.
1: Oliver Perez was in that trade, yep. too. And Jason Bay, my uh, first-ever idol that I uh, looked up mm-hmm. to. Then it became McCudgeon. Canadian goat. It's it's both of them right now.
0: Canadian goat, Jason Bay. Yeah,
1: he is. He is. Um, but I think the Potters are definitely mm-hmm. um making some moves. Did yeah. you I was gonna say, do you know how the playoffs are working this year? They don't even The hot any-
0: rumor right now is twelve teams.
1: <laughs> That's just crazy. Baseball is literally supposed to start pitchers and catchers for like less than a month now. Yeah. And they have no rules set for the season.
0: What's that tell? You? Well, the one rule that it's not official, but it's almost of like official, unofficially official, is the DH is only will be AL this year. But pretty much at the next CBA, universal DH is probably gonna go through. So get it while you can. On all fans, I guess who really care enough about that rule.
1: Ban the DH.
0: Oh no! Legally guys, legalize Ban the, the DH. DH. God, um, I, I can't stand watching some of these pitchers ban anymore. It's just
1: ugly. Ban it. But uh, i say if it is like the old playoff format, if it is the mm-hmm. one-game playoff still, which I think they're mm-hmm. done with that, that's done.
0: Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that's a different discussion we've even had on here before. It's just
1: Either way, three-game yeah. series whatnot, mm-hmm. not getting to that divisional round. Yeah. The Padres, they're building a great team, and they probably still will end up with a wild card, just because... The Dodgers. It, Although, it, I think that's probably going to be a little bit closer than people think. It will be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. But, I think you're looking at them as the two, the, the second place For sure. in that division. And so, it sucks. You know, you can build as much as mm-hmm. you want, but divisions are still, out of every sport in hockey, a little bit too. But... I guess the NFL. <laughs> divisions are huge. I'm just thinking basketball. NBA they mean nothing anymore. I don't, sure. even, know, I don't even know if they mean anything in divisions. Divisions in the NBA is something like you can ask an average mm-hmm. NBA fan, he probably couldn't even name what who the divisions are in the NBA. Which is other sports.
0: Pacific, Northwest, Southwest, North. I'm talking about Central, naming the, the division. O- oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They probably wouldn't.
1: <laughs> no, I'm guess. with you on that one. <laughs> Average baseball fan could probably name the MLB division. Oh, hands down. Because they've been like that for years.
0: For the most part, yeah.
1: NHL's had a few now. <laughs>
0: wow. Well, I mean, this year's different with the NHL because they're doing it differently. But, yeah, I know what you mean.
1: NFL's been pretty solid. Yep. But, you know, baseball, though, I'm still going to go out. Baseball divisions mean the most. Yes, 100%. To, to win that division. Well, round. I think seeding
0: means the most in baseball, which is... I mean,
1: yeah, I know what you mean.
0: I'm just, but saying, by I've proxy, by proxy, yeah, divisions do mean the most on it. I mean, point. a division
1: title in baseball is absolutely yeah. huge, and it sucks for the Potters because they're playing the Dodgers probably only for one more year, but uh, you know, there's still moves to be made.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's the yeah, end moves made today. Obviously, we didn't mention LeMayhew last week, yeah, um, but LeMayhew's deal gets done with the Yankees.
1: Which is kind of a surprise.
0: Probably like the second most prized, potentially first most prized bullpen arm, depending upon who you ask. Liam Hendricks went to the White Sox, and And then at that point, and then depending upon who you ask, the other one being Kirby Yates signed with Toronto today.
1: (laughs) Tyler Chatwood, fun fact, also signed with Toronto today. (laughs) What's crazy about MLB? Mm -hmm. Most of the time, I have to really look at all the rosters Mm -hmm. and keep up with who's moved and who. Mm They move a lot in baseball. I
0: think the biggest free agent left now out on the market has to be JT Real Muto, the catcher. Who's mm-hmm. um, my Chris Archer fan? Well, <laughs> my money as Real Muto probably goes back to Philly at this point. Um, yeah, Real I, I know. Trust me, as an Yankee fan, I'd love to have him. Uh, unfortunately, we're really in a box. <laughs> Because of Gary, because we decided not to move him when we should have early on, like I said. Um, so it's going to be tough, and plus we need the money for. Do you like Kluber? Yeah, I like the one-year deal. One year's ten million. I like it. Um, he's probably going to take Tanaka's spot. Unfortunately, it sounds like Tanaka's probably going back to Japan, and that just rips my soul out.
1: Um. I just can't wait to, like...
0: You want to know, know who is is linked to the Yankees? You're going to probably hate it. <laughs> Michael Brantley. Really? Yep. Why do I hate that? I figured you'd just be like, why would Brantley, a good guy, want to go to... <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Boy. Although it would be fair to play in Houston the past year and a half, so...
1: <laughs> I just can't wait in, like, a month from now... Mm-hmm. We put MLB network back on. Well, I yeah. watch it right now. Yeah, I watch it every once in a while, but everything baseball
0: is starting back up. We yeah. have the Hall of Fame vote next week. We'll discuss that.
1: Jeter ever gonna get announced?
0: <laughs> <laughs> this summer, hopefully. <laughs> the ninety nine
1: point nine percent Jeter. Oh my God.
0: Me and Pat actually had a nice discussion about that the other day, Montana.
1: Really? Yeah, that was civil. You should start recording your conversations with Pat yeah, That's
0: illegal, Nick.
1: Recording your conversations? <laughs> yeah. With Pat? and put it over mm-hmm. and as long as you have less he's all right with it I don't know but you know baseball's almost here yeah less than a month we'll, we'll be
0: discussing obviously with more baseball next week like I said with the Hall of Fans that's, so.
1: yeah, that's when you know diehard baseball fans that mm-hmm. get all excited because people are playing catch
0: oh I love it though I mean it's just you know, what, you know what I mean an outdoor sport gets back outside you know what I mean It's just especially like,
1: injured players They're, they get yeah. there early
0: well, you have like really great stories too in spring training. Like last year, kind of the deal with Aaron Barrett for the Nationals. Local local people might know that name. Uh, started his professional career in Auburn, and then ended up back in Auburn a few couple of years ago, starting as a rehab uh, Simon from literally pretty much completely blowing his arm out. Great story, worth the Google. So, is spring training too long? Yes and no. It's it's a weird like. I think, I don't think they need to play as many, like, games as they do, in a sense.
1: I thought that inter stuff was pretty good. Cool.
0: Yeah, but, like, I also understand, like, gang, you need to get the pitchers and catchers there really before anybody. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I remember CC Sabathia was talking about one time how he said it takes him, like, almost a month and a half to actually get in, like, a groove of things, pitching-wise, so...
1: I mean, for a fan, you're like it's the end of March. Let's get this thing going.
0: Well, yeah, and that's the way it is anyway. Now, just the way they do cuts and everything, pretty much, like you're actually getting some decent games at the end of spring training now, because you have guys who the way the way they do cuts now is because and it's a completely different debacle. Because I think you're end up seeing in the CBA again, but the way they do service time, you typically don't have those like top prospects anymore. In the final week, it's the veteran, the MLB veterans who are. Battling for, you know, that last spot in the bullpen or that last utility spot on the bench, um, so you do usually get some good games that last week. But I do know I
1: I'm with you like a hundred percent. One thing about being a sports mm-hmm. fan of all sports, yeah. During that time, it's college basketball central in a normal yeah. sports. Yes, yeah. and it will be,
0: and it will be this year. Yeah. But you know. Announce the schedule
1: stage. Yep. NBA, NHL is kind of in the yeah.
0: This uh, year, NBA. this year will be kind of like at yeah, midway. Actually, <laughs>
1: probably a lot better action. Yeah. NBA, NHL during mm-hmm. March this year. Yeah, but uh, yeah. almost here.
0: Especially NBA, NHL. They usually just freaking they play hard anyway. <laughs> they don't give it what, weather up here. You
1: never know. It could yeah. be snowing. It could be nice. Who knows?
0: All right, that takes us to the end of the show this week. Um. Nick, we who you think, shouting out this well, week? Hold on, I have to go through this part. You know, <laughs> thanks for tuning in, all that stuff. Nick, who are you shouting out this week?
1: Uh, one last note I'll make is. Yes, go ahead. Tiger Woods.
0: Oh, I did see that, ben, yes.
1: Back surgery. Get well soon.
0: I didn't see a timeline for him to heal. That makes me worried for Masters.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's playing a tournament before the Masters, yeah. even if he plays in the Masters. He's been doing that though, the past Pretty couple tough, years.
0: Man. Well, not last year, yeah. but he's been doing it the past couple normal years.
1: Yeah. It's going to be tough. It might be his first tournament back, but mm-hmm. we will see. My shout-out today, though, is my college friend and my old roommate, Tyler Auble. He's a Bills fan, so he's excited. I talked to him today, writing a story about uh, Bills fans.
0: Help he's- Nick out if you're a Bills fan, by
1: the way. Yeah, and uh, he, uh, we play fantasy soccer together. Yeah, Middle Fantasy Soccer League, and he helped me out with my team the other day. So uh, You play
0: fantasy soccer? Yep,
1: I do. Um, my star player is Thomas Muir mm. of Germany, oh. and uh, who
0: does he play for in the Bundesliga?
1: Is it Bayern Munich, I believe? Uh, I believe. I'm, I'm
0: flaunting my FIFA 13. I, he, I need help.
1: He, he helped me out, and uh, you know, I miss living in college with him. You know, made a good apartment. I just miss college. But, uh, <laughs> I hope it him and his uh, fiance Nicole are doing well. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, they yeah, just got engaged. But uh, yeah. <laughs> my shout out today is only for Tyler. Shout out, Tyler! Oh, wow, not the fiance. I'm disappointed. Shout out, Nicole. There you go.
0: <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> All right, like I said, thanks for tuning in. Like, share, subscribe. It, is, it went over, Where, <laughs> wear your mask. We'll catch you next week. <laughs>